dude, one of our favorite topics to talk about is we're sitting around any, you know, bar stool in America, which we've done that. A, yeah, I don't know. A time or two. Uh, we won't get into all that. But <laughs> what, something we love to talk about is the NBA. We're both huge, huge NBA fans. And you specifically, which, you know, somehow we will we'll just skate right over this. But you're a <laughs> Lakers fan. Um, and, and you and, and but we both very much appreciate NBA basketball. And we for, you know, for the most part, from a broad standpoint, we appreciate LeBron James. So that being said, I came across something this week that I thought was pretty interesting that I thought it's funny that he's kind of throwing his hat into this ring. But LeBron, I don't know if you saw this, LeBron is interested in not only, you know, putting his opinion out there that there should be an NBA team in Vegas, but he wants to be part of the group that actually brings that team to Vegas who as a part of an ownership group. So how, how crazy is that? I mean, I mean, you think that's pretty pretty wild right i love it um yeah yeah i i think that you know to me whether you're a lebron fan or not uh, i'm a, by the way i was a lakers fan far far before lebron got yes. there i'm, I'm a lakers fan through and through yeah. i am there when they suck i'm there when they do great i am there <laughs> um definitely not my number one team but they were before i had my number one team um sure. all those things said i think lebron is you know whether you like lebron or not LeBron is the kind of human being that we need in basketball. Mm. Um, and, and, you know, we're coming to the end of LeBron's career. I would love for LeBron to continue to be a part of basketball. You know, talk about a guy who's had like zero personal controversies, um, has led a, I don't know how, with all the fame and fortune that this guy has had, and he has, he has not really ever run into anything crazy. He's been good for the game in terms of he's a great player even this late stage of his career great player doesn't always uh put himself in the best situations team wise but you know it is what it is um but i think that lebron is the kind of person that is you know he's an ambassador for basketball all over the world to have lebron continue to be a, an ambassador for basketball is great and i think that it's a great idea to have a basketball team in las vegas uh yeah. just like i thought it was a great idea to have a football team in las vegas i think it's kind of that same vibe as New York. You've got a built-in group of people that, whether they're a fan of the team or not, are coming to see the games. Yep. And basketball is actually the kind of thing that Vegas uh, really would be great for. Like, you know, we go out to Summer League, uh, you know, anytime that we can. Mm -hmm. uh, and for those of you that don't know, Summer League is just the NBA throws like a big basketball camp in Las Vegas. It's always such a fun environment. And for there to be a basketball team in Las Vegas – uh, number one is cool because you know when I'm out in Vegas, that's something else to do. But um, number two, to have LeBron James, you know, involved at that level uh, in basketball for another twenty, thirty years, I think is like just fun. It's just a good thing. So to me, I like when people want to reinvest in the thing that you know they have dedicated their life to so far in a different side of kind of vibe. And mm -hmm. so I think it'd be fun, man. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of people that would be like, well, they're not going to be any good because LeBron's involved. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's going to be fun too. Like, I, yeah. I mean, you know, I love dogging on the Charlotte Hornets because Michael Jordan's there. Like, it's one of my favorite things to do because he's <laughs> one of my favorite players ever. Yeah. But, you know, I, I still think the game of basketball is better because Jordan is in Charlotte and he's yeah. a part of the mix of things. And I think that's the same thing with LeBron. And so, well, isn't I, it funny you know. too? like, think, think about it like this too. I just, I just now thought of this, but you remember all the time throughout LeBron's career, they, they always said, or he always said, he made a very specific point of this. I'm way less like Michael. I'm a lot more like magic. 
right? Yeah. So I thought about that from a gamesmanship standpoint. The way he played his game, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. But maybe, maybe there's something to the fact that he's thinking, you know what, beyond my basketball career, I might follow a similar path that Magic has t- taken. Magic's yeah. a billionaire, and he has gotten himself involved in the Lakers and the Dodgers and, and different ownership groups and stuff like that. So I bring that up for a very specific – check out this segue, by the way. Ooh, I bring that up specifically go. because I think LeBron has seen this template that Magic has laid out in front of him and said, you know what? That's the direction I want to go. I want That's how I extend, just like you just said. That's how I extend my career, extend my kind of mark on this earth, and that's the way I can follow to do that. And the reason I bring that up is because that's exactly what I want to talk to you about today because I've seen you do the same exact thing. I've seen you use templates and build things you know, from a scratch standpoint, but then recycle them or change them or switch them up a little bit here and use them in this space or use them here in this space. And you've actually built a big piece of your business off of using templates across a wide variety of mediums. So I'd love to for us to just kind of dig more into that today. No, I love it. Uh, you know, it, for me, it's when you create a template, you're creating something that is a done for you for somebody else, or it's a done for you for future you. And I, I think that that is an excellent conversation. And if you really want to get into uh, the way that my business has evolved over the years, like how do I make more money even when some months we're making less money? Um, it's because I'm templated and systemized in a lot of stuff. And so mm. I think a great conversation today is how do you kind of get more into this backpack lifestyle? How do you make your business easier even if you're not into the backpack lifestyle by sort of um, – creating what we call these done-for-you templates. And even if you're not giving them to other people, how do you pass a done-for-you template to future you? And Mm -hmm. I think that's a great conversation. So let's dive in. Let's do it. All right, man, I'm about to to paint with a pretty broad brush here because I know this is a topic (laughs) – that's really been important to the success of your business for a very long time because I've seen you do it. I've been watching, obviously, for a long time. We've been friends for a long time. So it's something I've seen and noticed that just continues to grow more legs. And it's not just because of all the different mediums that you continue to dive into, but it's because of the wide variety of niches, I think, with which you work. Um, And I I think it just seems to me that you've got this certain idea down to a freaking science, man. And we talked about it, you know, going to one from one person to a thousand, right? We've talked about that before in several different podcasts, but I, I consistently see you finding something that works within your space You build an outline, you build a template, and then you're able to turn that into a hundred different pieces of content for hundreds of niches. So do you remember, and this is going to take you back, so get back in your way back machine for a second. (laughs) Do you happen to remember when this idea of being able to create done for you information or tools or templates became such an important uh, part of your just business model in general? Yeah, I was probably... Two years into uh, the chiropractic office, Um, and this was right around the time that I hired another doctor in because this internet thing was starting to really take off for me. And uh, I brought the other doctor in, and um, the other doctor was taking on uh, patients. Uh, The other doctor had come from another office, extremely good doctor, by the way. Like, let me just say that this person, excellent chiropractor. Yeah. Um, And then I realized real quickly that we were dipping. You know, our, our business was dipping down. I was like, what's happening here? Like, you know, and so 
I started digging into the processes that were like the step-by-step and um, I realized there was a lot of pieces of the, the sales puzzle um, of being a chiropractor that this, this doctor had never sort of gotten Uh, excellent in the room, excellent with patients, but they had missed a lot of the early part of how you sell, Hey, you need to do this or you're not getting well. Um, You know, so I actually sat down and uh, I mapped out, this is exactly what should happen from the time somebody new walks through the door um, to the time they leave uh, to the second visit uh, and all the way through the sort of the early lifespan of a patient in the office and what should happen. And when I sat down with the doctor, uh, they were like, Oh, I'm not doing half of this. And Mm -hmm. this, this actually makes it a lot easier. And so I started to realize that it was just this, like, you know, it wasn't necessarily that I had everything figured out. It was just that like, I had this set system that was in my head that I had not trained this person how to do. Hmm. And it wasn't their fault. <laughs> you know, sure. it wasn't their fault at all. It was 100% my fault that I had not gotten this information out. And so, like, you start to realize that, you know, and some people call these SOPs, standard operating procedures. Uh, some, yeah. you know, think of them as training manuals, whatever you want to think about it. I realized that there was a template as to something that I was doing that, you know, could be packaged into a manual for how it should be done later on. Now, this is a very low-level thinking of of where we're going with this, I think. But the idea that uh, we could do that, and and seriously, like two weeks in, huge, huge difference. Like huge difference in everything. Yeah, and and that's all it is. And most times in businesses, that's the thing. It's just our procedures in place so somebody can follow it so that they can do their best work with the thing that they're actually the most skilled at. All the other stuff is just, is there a process? And so what we did is, we built this into sort of a little template, a little done for you that anybody walking through the door the first time could go through it and be like, bam, there was a standard of what they should be doing. Yeah. And I think that a lot of people listening to this are like, well, dub, and that's easy, you know, that's that's <laughs> nothing hard. But like you're gonna understand that most of the businesses that fail, that's the reason. That's it. They don't have those. And so there's never so a consistent, true. yeah, there's never a consistent experience for the customers. That's it. Like if you look around, if you look around. The businesses that win, some of them aren't even delivering the best product. But you know what they're delivering? They're delivering a consistent product. People know that they can count on this to be consistent every single time they go in. It's the Catholic Church. It's the McDonald's. Not that that's not a great product, and I'm not saying any of these things. But what I'm saying is if I go to a Catholic Church anywhere on the planet, it is the same structure. Hmm. If I go to a McDonald's just about anywhere on the planet – now, there's some variations for you know different markets. It's, all, it's the same experience. And so is McDonald's always the best experience for those of you that have been to a McDonald's in the last two years? No, <laughs> but I know what, I know what it is. It's consistent. And so that's the idea for me as a, a business owner. I want to have things that um, I can do myself, my future self can do over and over and over again. And I could pass to somebody in my business and they can do something that's very, very close to the original product. And so we do templates and done for you things for ourselves in a very interesting way. But, you know, you have to have that core foundation of where this thought process comes from. So for me, the answer to the question that was a lot longer than the actual question was um, <laughs> it was probably two, three years into being a chiropractor. I started to realize that there are things that I have templated in my head that I didn't realize that I had not put down on paper anywhere Uh, or into a process. And the second that that started working, just because I handed somebody that template, I was like, there's extreme value in this. What else in my life can I start to template into something? And then this is, this is the other thing. 
very quickly, what did I do with that template? I put it out as a video on the internet and it started helping other doctors. Mm. And that's when I started to realize that, oh, it's not only just valuable to me in this little, but there's value to other people to pass those templates on so that they can immediately implement them into their businesses and not have to go through the same struggle. So that, that's where it started for me. Well, and that's the, I mean, that's the exact definition of a template, right? You find something that works and now I'm going to either replicate it for other people to use, or I'm going to, you know, pass it around for them to make modifications to where they can adjust it for themselves. Right. And that's right. And now I also want to point out too, that we may be the first podcast in the history of the world that ever connected the dots between Catholicism and their model and the mo business model of McDonald's. So I would like to say very well done. <laughs> that was very, very good stuff. Very well done. So, all right. What about, I digress. What about creating DFY projects? And I keep going, I always go to DFY just because I like that. I like that acronym, but done for you projects has really set your business apart from others in your spaces. Talk, even, you know, if you want to start from that uh, chiropractic standpoint and then maybe progress, is it, is it, just sheer convenience for customers or for, you know, other doctors? Is it about adding value to your services? What is it about creating projects that are done for you that really just kind of set you apart? Um, I think that the thing you start to realize really quickly is you get tired. Um, and early on, you know, I was doing everything from scratch. Everything was, you know, I had this amount of time. What could I put together? And you start realizing that like, oh, I can't, I can't just go from scratch every time. Um, yeah. could I do every, could I, at this point, could I do everything from memory? Yeah. I've done it so <laughs> many times. I've put in 10,000 hours, everything that we do in our business to make money, um, that I'm involved in, I could do from memory. Uh, but I get tired sometimes mm -hmm. and, uh, I don't want to do all those things. And you start to realize there's a bunch of things that I don't actually have to do and that we make more money when I am doing the one or two things that like I am the best at. Right. Yeah. And so <laughs> the problem is, is if you don't have something that's done for you, meaning it's systemized and like a process and templated down so well, you have to continue to do it because yeah. you have to make those fine touches. The idea is if you can template something out into such a fashion that anybody you hand it to not only has a template, but all they have a set of instructions of how to use that template, that's when things start to get really interesting because that's when anybody on the planet can start to replicate something to the level that you've done. And this is extremely easy for, you know, to, for me to explain in terms of like how my team works because yeah. we build templates all the time for each other. Um, you know, there's things that, you know, my team does for me that are built that were templates that I created years ago that it's just it's done for me now. And yeah. so I don't have to think about that. But the idea is where we started to make a whole lot of money is I realized that a lot of people out there put a lot of value into templates of things that we're doing in business that they just, they don't want to have to create it from scratch. They just want to go. Yeah. And so from a, from a perspective of this, people have bought templates from me for presentations. Um, like, so presentation slides, like how to put together a presentation. They, they've bought that kind of template from me. Mm -hmm. They've bought templates from me of how to put together like a PDF so that it's organized well. And so you can get information out of your head into a process there. They've bought graphical templates from me, like how to put together a Facebook post that looks really good, how to put together an Instagram post or a story, something like that. I've right. sold templates that make that easier so that it looks really, really good on your side. Uh, but it looks like something that nobody else has, actually has out there. Um, we have sold sales pages and video pages and videos that have <laughs> templates on them that it's just like, I don't want 
you know, someone will say, I don't want to do the work. I get why this works. I get why what you're doing works. I understand that. I don't want to put in the same amount of work you've done. And so they will pay us a premium to not only teach them how to do something, they will pay us a premium to teach them and then give them the template that we use over and over again. The majority of my social media customers, people that pay my agency to run their social media, it is the same template over and over and over again, just stamped with their logo. Mm -hmm. And they don't care. They, They don't care because the results are the same no matter if we put it in, you know, California or in New York. It's the same sort of results. And so the idea is, are there plenty of instances when you need to reinvent the wheel? Sure. Um, But if you don't need to reinvent the wheel, you shouldn't have to. And so for for us, it's become my business runs really, really well. I can have the kind of rest and the kind of life, personal life, that I actually want to have my employees that work here can have the kind of life that they want to have because we have templates that take hours off of our week like literally hours and hours off of our week because the work was done once the work was put in one time and now we have a template for a graphic or the structure of a podcast or the way that you edit a podcast all these things we now have templates that make these things easier but the other side is and i think where the, the the more value for a listener right now is is what is it that you can create a template for or an instruction manual for or a system for that you can then turn into something that someone else that's wanting to do what you've done but doesn't want to put in the work to put the system together? What is it that you can put together that they would pay you money for right now if it was in front of them? And I'm going to tell you guys, there is going to be at least one person in the (laughs) next two months that will make $100,000 by listening to what I just said turning something that they already know how to do into a system and selling it to a group of people or even one person because that is the value of systems. And I think the thing that you got to realize, this is like nothing we're doing is new. What we are basically doing is we are taking the model of franchising like restaurants Mm -hmm. or any other kind of business. We're taking the model of franchising and we're taking or we're putting it into a digital world. And, And that's the thing. For years and years and years, You've seen somebody that will open up a McDonald's. You know, we've been talking about McDonald's. Somebody will open up a McDonald's and that McDonald's will be successful because the systems and the done for you stuff is done when that restaurant opens. And so mm-hmm. it works like a machine. The reason you pay a franchising fee to McDonald's is for that done for you. And that is going to almost guarantee that you are successful. If you look at the numbers and this is Atkins knowing this because this is what I've been digging into lately hardcore. <laughs> You know, they say that 90% of restaurants fail within the first uh, year. Uh, yeah. That's bullshit, actually. They don't. Um, <laughs> the The number of restaurants that fail in the first year is actually closer to 33%. Um, but here's the very interesting thing. The stark contrast of the number of restaurants, new restaurants that fail in the first year of franchises versus independent, it's huge. It's a huge hmm. difference. And the reason that there's the difference between those restaurants uh, that are franchised versus those that don't is the ones that are franchised have a done-for-you template built in into how all the systems work. So they get a huge advantage out of the gate where the ones that start are having to build all those systems for themselves out of the gate, and that takes time. And so the thing that you start to realize is let's say that um, out of those first few years that you're getting your business started, if you can build build your business based on something that has already worked over and over and over again – you are going to pay a premium for that. And if you're the person that has that system, sell it. You don't have to be a restaurant. You don't have to be a, you know, I have made an absolute fortune by doing 
a hundred things, having three of them work, making money off those three things, but then taking the done for you components and selling also those to other people so that they can make money off of those things. And that that's the beauty of sort of the template system and the done for you system is not only will it help grow your business and help you be more efficient, but there are plenty of people out there that will pay you for that information and those little uh, shortcuts, I would say, that can help you get there faster. Well, and that's where I mean that's where your whole story comes from, right? Like you you found the ways to build your own chiropractic business, and now look at you. Here we are down the road. You've got chiropractic clients literally all over the globe. Like right. and that's part of that's part of you've literally practiced what you're preaching here. So I think that makes perfect sense. So in that vein, what are some kind of done for you projects that you've worked on? along the way that you're particularly proud of. I'd love to for you to kind of talk about that a little bit. And then, you know, you know, obviously it's not all sunshines and, and rainbows. There's probably been some along the way that, that didn't go as well. So what are some DFY projects that have gone really well? And what are some that didn't? And then what were kind of the stories behind those? I've got one top of mind right now, and it's a system that we built for Florist. Um, uh, <laughs> this is, you know, I'll just, I'll just kind of let the cat out of the bag here. Uh, <laughs> the system that we built for Florist is pretty simple. Um, if you were a florist, you make a lot of money uh, a few times a year, mm-hmm. specifically. Not that you don't make money year-round, but sure. there's a few times a year where you're like really locked in and you're really rocking it. Mother's Day is one. Valentine's yep. Day is another. Uh, there's a few spread out here and there, but like those are, those are some big days. And the idea is how can you, you know, build more revenue into your business on autopilot, uh, leveraging those days? Um, with other stuff that's happening. And so one of the things that we built for florist is when somebody comes in, anytime they come in, by the way, this is anytime somebody walks through the door, we have a florist hand out a card and the card says, Hey, don't forget your wedding anniversary. We'll send you a reminder two weeks before go to this website. Okay. That's everybody that walks through the door, whether it's Valentine's day, whether it's mother's day, whether it's a, for an anniversary anyway. Hey, yeah, here's an extra reminder for you. So somebody gets this card or they see it on, you know, the social media of the florist. And they'll go to this place. They'll put in their name. They'll put in their wedding anniversary. And uh, they'll put in their phone number. Okay, cool. So little confirmation. It's their phone. Awesome. What happens after that is uh, this system uh, that is just built to do this. It's every uh, every time it sees an anniversary coming up for that person uh, two weeks before, it's going to send a message. Hey, hmm. just letting you know your anniversary is this date. It's two weeks yeah. away. And <laughs> – just to not, just to just so you don't forget, if you want to get something set up now, call this phone number, and all of us here at Ben's Flowers will will take care of you and get you set up so that you don't have to think about it anymore. That's cool. Huge conversion, right? Now, mm-hmm. the cool part about this is all day, every single day after you start getting people on this list throughout the year. Of course, there's pockets where it's there's more, but all year there are texts going out that get people to call. And, you know, schedule their stuff and, and get it ready so they don't have to think about it anymore because there's anxiety in people's heads that they're going to forget even if they've never forgotten. Yeah. So the idea is we built this system for one florist. And um, what we realized very quickly is the florist would pay us month after month. Uh, we charge like 100 bucks for this. Uh, but the florist would pay us month after month. Uh, we make about a 90% profit on this. We never had to log back into the system once we set it up once. Ever. Like we never had to do any ongoing maintenance because everything that was being done was either the florist handing out a card or the computer saying, anniversary, send the text. They right. get the text. They, they pick up the phone. And so what happened is we did this for one florist, and this was just like a custom job. 
And uh, we're like, oh, you know, you <laughs> see the larger nature of what you've just done. Yeah. What we did was we put together this very simple system that it did not matter where you were, what kind of florist you were. That was money for you. Mm-hmm. And so we realized that we can make a florist um, an extra three to $5,000 a month every single month after they ramped this thing up and started passing out these cards to their existing customers, by the way. Yeah. Um, and, and just putting it on their social media, having it in their Instagram byline, having it on their Facebook post every so often, like it was nothing that was overly complicated. But over time, these people, and by the way, if you put it in one year, you're on for the next year. Like it just keeps <laughs> building and building. And so mm-hmm. what we realized very, very quickly is like this was just a template that would literally take us an hour tops to install for every new florist that we did it for. But every single florist that we would do this for, money pops out on the other end for them. And so template, not overly complicated. It's literally us setting it up inside a customer engine. You know the software. Mm-hmm. And um, it just works. We never have to log in again. The florist never has to log into the software. The software just keeps working. And so from a template standpoint, that's what we're looking for. We're looking for something that how can we sort of take it down from this giant equation of all the things you could do to an E equals MC square. And I mean, like that is one web page <laughs> and yeah. one or two text messages. It's just, it's always sending a text message to somebody new because everybody has an anniversary on a different you know date and times. And so, from a template perspective, that's the kind of thing that we're looking for. Now, the first time we built this, did we screw this up? Yeah. There was <laughs> sure. like shit, there was shit that we like messed up four or five different ways, but we worked with this florist and we got it right. And then once it was like dialed in and like nobody had to do anything other than like, hey, you got a customer? Boom. Got a customer? Boom. Keep passing out cards, keep posting it on social media. And you can program it in the social media too. Once we <laughs> got that right, it was literally never touch it again. But this one done-for-you service that we would put in for people would generate three to 5000 extra dollars a month, and it was a template that every location that we built into, was it worked. And that's the kind of thing that when you start to find those things in your business, that's the kind of thing that changes everything. That's mm-hmm. the kind of thing that you can go and you can sell over and over and over again, and florists will pay us over and over. They pay us not to shut it off. And we continually make money off of that month after month after month after month. And more importantly, the florist continues to make money on that month after month after month because of the simple little done-for-you template that we worked incredibly hard for about a month to dial in with one florist. And then we just took it from there. And so from a perspective of like the simplest way I can put down why the done-for-you stuff and the templates are important for us. That is just like, that's the biggest exclamation mark in our personal business as of late. And I'm like, yeah. that was easy, but it wasn't. <laughs> I forget now because it's so easy to do this. I forget what that month was like. Yeah. yeah. But we killed ourselves for that month to get it right. And then once we've got it, it was something that we could recycle over and over and over again. And I think that's the perfect sort of example of what we're talking about. It's a perfect example. And when you say recycle over and over again, that's going to, that's going to take you a lot of different directions from a niche standpoint. Right. And that's what we we and that's the whole definition of done for you. I mean, I get to hand you this thing that's going to do the work for you. We've talked about you know a million different times that we that's kind of our biggest selling hook for for businesses that we work with. Like, hey, we've got this thing that's going to work for you while you sleep. I've already got it done for you. Here it is, yeah. and I I think that's 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 so awesome. So you and you obviously you've touched on a couple of them there already, but you work specifically these days with some really awesome 
awesome, and I say this because I've been involved with some of them, they are really awesome marketing tools. And I've noticed that done for you is a really major selling point for almost every tool that you work with. So as these right. as these tools continue to grow, I'd love to know your thoughts on how important is having those done for you elements been to the growth of those businesses? I think that, you know, as a chiropractor back in the day, I wanted to be a chiropractor. Now I had to, I had to do the marketing too. And I kind of enjoyed the marketing, but like, I think the vast majority of my friends are like, I don't like the marketing. I just, I want to be a chiropractor. And you know, this is the thing we, we get really passionate about our trades, right? Like in in the things that we want to do and we want to spend all of our time instead of like 50, 50, we want to spend 90, 10, uh, and, and 90 being that. And eventually we hope to get to just a hundred. I just want to cook pizzas, but I want to own this place. Right. (laughs) So the idea is when you really look at the evolution of marketing, people don't want to have to know it all. They don't want to have to be on all the networks. They want things that are, are going to get the job done and get them out there in a way that they need to get out there. Um, and not have to do the work. They'll pay you for the work. And really the, the, the goal for us is always matching the price with um, with what they can do, but the value that they get being way more than what they pay us. And a lot of that, I'll just be completely honest with you, most people can't compete with the services that we provide in our agency price-wise because their systems aren't as good as ours. And that, that it's a there's a whole level of being nuts about the systems and putting it down. But like right now, you could go to uh, our social rotation platform and let's say you're a chiropractor. You could pay us 50 bucks a month and – you're done. I mean, within 10 minutes, your entire social media presence on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, Mm -hmm. it's all done. And that's the thing is it's like, I remember five years ago thinking, okay, we're doing social media for people, but it's a lot of work. So we're going to have to charge them a lot. I was like, is there an easier way? And I invested, invested, invested both time and money to be like, okay, well, how do I shrink this process down? And then, and then I figured out rotating posts and I was like, okay, that's cool. That changes things. I don't have mm-hmm. to keep creating new things. We can just rotate the good stuff, but, but still we were doing it manually. And then, you know, we started to find a piece of software that would do this, but we had to, we didn't have the backend contents. We had to create that. And then finally we're just like, screw it. Let's build a software that like the goal, the whole goal is somebody signs up for this. And how do we get it down to, 10 minutes was our first thing. How do we get down that their whole year worth of social contents done? Meaning the content's already there. They yeah. put their logo in, it brands the content with their logo, and then it just sets it on a rotation. They put the times in and then it does it every day. We sit down and we were like, well, how do we do that? Another 10 minutes. And like now at this point, because we've been just for five years, man, we've been so focused on this problem. We got it down to like two minutes. Like you can, wow. you can literally sign up. You could, you could go there right now. You could sign up and within two minutes, your stuff is all connected and it's all scheduled and it's all ready to go. And that's the thing is it's like the problem I think most people run into with this done for you stuff is they build it once and they don't go back and refine it. Yeah. You know, uh, every so often you have to refine your process. You're like, okay, cool. This is great. It's saving us time. But how do we save more time? Because it was like, okay, this is taking us literally four days out of the month to get everything built and scheduled. And that's because we're incredibly efficient in it. Okay, well, now it's taking us three days and two days and one day, and it was like five hours. And then, it, and it's like, how do we continually refine this system? And I think that one of the strengths that we've had is I have been doing the same thing for so long that we continue to write, refine this stuff down. And anybody that's out there that's like, hey, you know what? I think I've got some good templates for what I'm doing. 
go sit down right now. Write down everything that you're doing in your business. And I guarantee you, you could find a hundred or a thousand businesses out there like yours that would mm-hmm. pay you for that instruction manual and what you're doing. Like right now. Yep. But here's the cool part. They'll pay you for it again a year down the road if you refine it. And guess what? If you do this the right way, you sell it, you put these people on a list, and you send them the updated version. Hey, the updated version is live. If you want it, here's what you got. If you've never bought from us before, here's this. If you've bought from us before, here's a coupon. You get the idea. Like, yeah, These are the ways that you can build a really good digital business because you can take the stuff you're already good at, bottle it up into a template, into a done-for-you as much as it can be. And every single year, somebody will buy this from you, even if they've already bought it from you five times because they want the version that went from five hours to the version that went to 10 minutes. That's mm-hmm. what people are looking for. And so you can build an incredible business with done-for-you, even selling the same concept year after year. People will pay you for the extra work that you did in that year to get it even smaller. So from a perspective of productizing your done-for-you stuff, I think that that is a huge lesson that I learned is that people aren't just around for the one time. They are around for the improvements that you put in so that they didn't have to. Yeah. Uh, so true. It's 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 all about saving time and money, man. It's, it's it's the combination of the two, and every business owner out there can, can identify with that, right? Like I totally feel like that's the case. So obviously – with the tools that you work with specifically, they they're growing all the time. I literally I'm on the sidelines watching a lot of them, and it's it's insane. It's like week to week. There's there's new capability, new functionality that's just right. Obviously, just just advancing all the time, which is what you have to do in the world of tech. So, right. how do you from from one of the proprietors of of those pieces of software? How do you keep ahead of the game from a tech standpoint? Like so so that every time that you know, you get someone, you're lucky enough to have someone walk through the doors of your business, you know, whether it's an online business or whatever it is, they're getting the most updated done for you features. Like, how do you always stay ahead of the game from from that standpoint? I think it's it's a, you know, for me, I'm I'm incredibly interested in the topic, right? So like I'm always yeah. checking out competitors and and you know, it's not checking out competitors from a perspective of, ooh, I'm gonna see what it is so I can pull this over into our thing. That's that's not really it at all. Yeah. Like, I just love this stuff. And, yeah. you know, if you love making pizza, you should be going into other people's pizza places. Like, Absolutely. if you love pizza, you're not just eating your pizza. Sorry. Like, that's that's ridiculous. You don't really love pizza if that's the thing that, that you're doing. Like, I love marketing. And so, like, I love seeing what other people have created. And so, th- that's me. Like, I, you know, we had this conversation privately yesterday, man. We were talking about how every six months – you should be ashamed of the six months you before you Absolutely. like that that was there. And like, if you're not, it, it, you know, if you're not ashamed of who you were six months ago, and I don't mean ashamed, but if you're like, if I've not changed any, then like, <laughs> this is, this is embarrassing. And so that's yeah. the idea is it's like every six months, the software that I had out on the table six months ago should be completely different. And, you know, I was just in between these calls, I was sitting in one of our software groups and somebody was telling me how, the process that they were using to use our software um, a year ago. It was, it was almost a year ago when I think they signed up. Yeah, They were telling me that the process that they were going through was an hour with our software. It worked, but it was an hour to go through our software. Yeah, And today they were telling me that the same thing, that they, they got the same amount of work done, they got everything they needed to do, and it took them five minutes. <laughs> like that, that to me tells me that we have done our job. And yep. so 
what that was, what that software does, it was literally me just browsing around and being like, you know, I like what we're doing. This saves me time from what I was doing last year. But like, is the, is there a way to push this farther so that we can do more without ever having to leave the software? And so I think that's it. Is in your business, you have to be a customer of other businesses like yours, but also you have to be a a customer of other businesses. Because a yeah. lot of the really good ideas that you bring into your business have nothing to do with what your competitor's doing. It has to do with what somebody outside of your niche and outside of your industry is doing that nobody in your industry is doing yet that you can bring over. And that's where like a lot of the really, really big innovation comes is taking a done-for-you template that you can pull out of somebody else's. Like you walk in and you watch somebody make uh, a drink. Um, you know, you know, I walk into any bar. Watch how someone makes a drink and there's a process. You walk into a really good bar. It's a very defined process. Yeah. What in your business is that defined? And if you can't point to things that are as defined as making a drink and measuring it out and doing it fast, we got a problem. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's the thing. When I walk into a really high-end bar, um, I don't see them measuring in jiggers. <laughs> you know. And for those of you who don't know what a jigger is, a jigger is, is like a measurement of an amount of alcohol. Um, and because every recipe calls for a certain amount. And now, they should be banned you, everywhere. Yeah. Banned. Totally banned. <laughs> and they, they exist because a lot of bars um, lose a lot of money with spillage. And so they make their people actually measure this stuff out. But when you walk into a really, really good bar, someone that is really practiced in bartending, they can count in their head how quickly something comes out of the pour nozzle. And you want to talk about like I, I have been around bartenders that are seasoned that are really good at this, and it is – I mean it is insane how accurate they are with this method. But the idea is you walk into a really good bar. Not only do the drinks taste good because the measurements were right, but you can watch them do this in an extremely efficient fashion. And this is because there are really, really good systems, but there are people that know how these systems are used, and they've used these systems over and over again. So. I think that's the key is it's like when you walk into a really good business that has a consistent experience, what you are experiencing is some template that a business owner put into place. And a lot of times you'd be surprised that template did not come from that business owner. I mean, hmm. most of the time it didn't come from that business owner. They borrowed it or they bought it from somebody else and then they passed it on to their team. And that's the reason that you're getting that consistent experience. So if you're sitting there right now and you're like, Ben, I'm burnt out. My business, um, it's not growing anymore. I feel like I've hit a ceiling. I can almost guarantee you that you are feeling that I can't grow because I don't have more hours in the day. (laughs) I can't build more product because there aren't hours in the day or there's not enough money to put into this. It's because you've not paid enough attention to your systems. And what you need to really focus on anytime you have a little extra time is how can I take something that's happening in my business and template it and build a done for you for future me or the future employees that are going to be coming into this business so that we never have to do this on the fly again. It never has to be from me. You slowly want to remove the skill out of pieces of your business. And what I mean by that is is the skill, the thing that bring people back is personality. And you get to be more of your personality and who you are if all the other stuff you don't have to constantly focus on and think about. And that comes from done for you templates. Yeah, that's so true. I'm glad you I'm glad you ended it just like that because I think that makes so much sense. And even from your from your bartender perspective, I'm t- taken back to my days because as you know, I was a bartender in the past and 
And that was, right. you know, learn, learning making the drinks was, was difficult for a little while. But once I got that down and I got to start focusing more on that personality aspect, man, it was just like my, my personal business skyrocketed. Yeah. And I think that that speaks exactly to what you're saying. So as an owner of a, a digital agency or an entrepreneur, a business owner in general, you know, personally, I'll just tell you right now, I can confidently state that without the tools that you've exposed me to and the ability to like quickly learn those tools, put templates in place, and then use technology and information that's already been market tested and has been an absolute game changer for me. So I know I know it has been for a lot of others that are part of just our world. And I know that I'm not alone when I say that I look forward to seeing what more done for you continues to do for you, because I know it's uh, it's a uh, it's just something I think is going to do so much more for so many others going forward. I think this is a, an awesome conversation because it, it's 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 a, once again coming back to how do we pay the things that we've learned forward to other businesses, to other people that want to be part of this serial progress seeker lifestyle. I think it's a really, really awesome thing that just speaks to the person you are and the, and the, and the, and the culture that you've built. Well, and to end this up, I'm going to throw out a challenge to anybody listening today. If you've got a business and you're like, Oh, I, I need help with this. This is not where my mind is. Reach out to us. This is something we actually like to talk about a lot. Reach out to us, go to serialprogressseeker.com, hit us up there. And we'd love to talk to you about this. And, um, if for no other reason is like we can help you implement this stuff and then talk about it on the show and help a lot of other people. So hit us up. That's something that like we get really passionate about systems because we have seen firsthand over many, many years how this has given us better lives, but also, you know, continue to make a whole lot of money uh, while we're not always have having to be in the business. And, and I think that's the key. So like I said, um, I love this discussion. I hope everybody listening loved this discussion. And I know we got lots more stuff like this coming up. So hope you guys uh, enjoyed it.